Positive Anger with myself, Nathan McIntosh. Oh, man. Yeah. Hello, everybody. How you doing? Thanks so much for listening. Here we are. So, it's just just me this weekend, you know. There's a few things that have happened, right? A few things that have happened in the last week since the last podcast. First of all, okay, so there's a couple things I want to talk about here. A few things I want to mention. First of all... Uh, I didn't get to watch it at the time that it aired, okay? The the uh, Barack Obama's last address to the nation. Didn't, didn't get to see it when it aired. So I watched it next day on YouTube, right? And you watch it and you're like, man, this is, it was great. Some of the things he said, just great. It's also just a, because he could have literally came out and gone, I mean, guys, it's all fire from here on. You know that, right? All right, peace. But he didn't do that. He came out. Still, still being Barack, still being very gracious, still being the man that's been in there for eight years, and it's a great speech, great way to end, great, right? You you watch the thing. There was a couple points. What was the one thing that he said that I really? I love that he said, uh, "If you if you're tired of disagreeing with people on the internet, meet one of them and talk to them face to face." I love that because you know eventually we're all just going to be sitting in rooms covered in butter but our legs don't work but that's fine because one day everyone will be like you have legs oh my god what are you moving that's disgusting and you know if you if you do have legs it's going to be looked at as some sort of you're you're a monster that still does things but if you don't have legs that's where we're all going to go you're going to be shut-ins all of us are going to be shut-ins knees don't work just dripping wet with butter just slippery old buttery people who do all of our interacting through screens, through 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 everything like that. We're never gonna be looking at anybody again. So I like the idea that this man said if you don't agree if you're tired of disagreeing with people on the internet, find one and talk to them face to face. Because guaranteed those conversations go a lot better than hey at Catman one, I don't like your stupid face. Well, fuck you, bud. Hey, well, fuck you too. I'll kill your whole fucking family. Your whole family should die of AIDS. People love to go to the die of AIDS thing pretty quick on the internet. People are very into, hey, Bed Bath and Beyond. No duvets, huh? Everybody that works there should die of AIDS. And then somebody just closes their computer and goes about their day you ever put yourself you ever think about the person that would type something like that they still have to, like put shoes on they're still putting pants on they still got to leave their house with like keys wallet like they're still doing very regular things they get calls from people and they go hey how you doing oh i'm good you know i'm just uh making a tea or i just thought i'd go buy a coffee how you doing buddy oh fishing this weekend yeah sure give me a minute you should all die of aids everybody at taco bell because i ordered the five taco combo and i only got four tacos aids die of it yeah no i'm free tonight yeah now let's go to that play you know what i mean it's just a very weird thing people are very very about going to the aid so if you were going to have an actual conversation with somebody you disagree with which for anybody that doesn't remember we used to do that that happened 
on this earth. There was a time when you weren't just called a hater. There was a time when people just didn't block you. You had to deal with people in your face. You used to be able to say that you didn't like things and people were okay with that. Well, not maybe not okay, but they would at least hear you out and talk to you or scream at you in the street or whatever, but they you heard from them. They didn't just go block, unfollow, delete, toast. You know what I mean? Or just, hey, I don't like this rapper. And somebody goes, you're a hater. People used to listen. Used to be able to have some sort of opinion that people would, there would be back and forth. The arguments I used to use, the 90s, people were screaming at each other. And I don't mean, even mean that in a bad way. Somebody would be like, hey, I like this. I don't like this. Now we have an actual thing to talk about. The people, the people that do go around blocking everybody and deleting everybody, and if somebody says something you don't like, you get rid of them. Do, do you just sit in a room with people that think like you, and you just, you, does everybody just nod at each other? I mean, what are you even talking about? Hey, I like this. Me too. Sweet. Pass the lemonade. Well, what the... Like, one of my favorite things on this earth to do is to disagree with people. Not in some sort of crazy way where I want to fight anybody, but just like hearing other people's sides because then then you're talking about something. Something's being done. Something is, is happening in a conversation. Not just, oh, I loved Avengers 2. Me too. Woo! All right. Well, here we are, huh? Woo! I mean, the people that just sanitize their Twitter, Facebook, all that sort of thing, Instagram, I guess must just walk around in a place where everybody agrees with everything they say, and that's it. I'm, look, I don't know this, but I'm assuming this might be a thing, that if friends disagree with you, they stop being your friends. Am I wrong? People that are in their 20s, and I mean people that are around the age of 20, is this a thing that happens? If you say something like, I don't like the Android, and people, do you lose friends because... Do, do people lose friends because they disagree with their friends in this day and age? That's what I'm asking. Because I'll tell you this, in the 90s, the early 2000s, never. People, you didn't stop being friends with people. Do you know how often I argue with people that I know? Do you have any idea? And we're closer for it. We don't agree well on everything, and it's great. Liz, for God's sake, me and her disagree all the time. Me and Liz disagree all the time. Going to bed disagreeing, waking up disagreeing. Because you can't just be like, oh, yeah, no, it's all it's all great. And the only people I talk to are the people that agree with me. So anyways, the end of that whole little rant there. I really like that uh, Barack Obama said that in the speech. I thought that speech was great. I thought that's a great way to go out. Um, and it's just like you just watch this man. You go, ah, oh, what a great face of a country. What a great man to be to be the face of where you live that just like and and again because i know people are gonna go well what about these war blah they're okay yes every country does some bad things right and that that's it across the board we can look at you know when when trudeau when uh, uh pierre when justin trudeau leaves uh canada well not can't leaves the, the, the when he's not prime minister anymore we'll be able to look back and be like he did this he did this but again You'd like to have an elegant person who 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 just you know what I mean. It's a, it's a person coming in when somebody comes to your house. Who do you want to open the door? Some toothless fuck who's like they're they're there. Put your shoes. Or do you want somebody who knows what the hell's going on? Who knows where the chips are? Who can point you to the drinks? You know what I'm saying? So for the rest of the world and even the people here in America, what a great face. Okay, now so whatever you disagree with that. You're very excited about TGD, whatever. That's not what my point here is. But I'm just saying, 
thought it was great. And then, uh, you okay, so it's on YouTube, and there's a panel of people that are talking about it after, okay? For whatever, whatever reason, they go, oh, let's get to the analysis of this speech, as if, like, what are we... <sighs> How... For a man like Barack, right? He's not really saying a lot of mythical things. He's n he's not speaking in code where you got to go, well, you know, when he said A, B, A, B, up, down, up, down, select, start, what he really meant was he's excited that he was able to pass gay marriage. You know, it, it, there's, not, there's not a lot of I wonder what he meant. But anyways, they do an analysis, okay? And the first, one of the first things they say here in this analysis the woman who's who's in charge of the panel goes, oh, well, uh, he just finished his long speech. Barack Obama just finished his long, had to elongate long, had to be like, I mean, come on, buddy. You ran the country for eight years. This is your last address to the nation, and you got to make it that long. You can't shorten that up. You can't Snapchat it. You can't make it a 40-second video that everybody just gets to watch. You can't just go, hey, America, thanks for voting me in twice. Had a good time. Later. You can't do that. You have to just keep droning on and on. Blah, blah, blah. I hope better for the country. I still think we're going to be able to get things done. You, the people, are the people that make change. Thank you for having me. I love my wife. Joe Biden's my friend. I still have hope in this country. Blah, 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 blah. You got to do all of that and make it so long. What an ignorant thing to say at j right when it ends. You might as well just said, finally, he's done talking. Now let's let's rip it apart. Because that's really what a, a, an, a, an analysis means. Oh, good. He shut his stupid mouth. Now let's rip apart the speech. Remember this part where he thanked Michelle before thanking the country? I mean, rude. Anyways, this lady says he finished his long speech and they they go to him she throws to a man this older man glasses and she goes what did you think and he goes well it was long and also what a bizarre venue i can't believe he chose this venue because of the echo it may it drew the speech out and made it longer you you but you do want to go can you start on the good bizarre venue you're in a bizarre venue you're you're sitting in a white room somebody's on a screen and you're you're sitting at a table that doesn't exist that when you're done speaking on this tv show they move the table they put a tray of cookies there and then the next show comes in where it's a chef who, who, you know, oh, I'm the, I'm the juggling chef. I put stuff in the oven and then I juggle until it's done. Or I, I make cakes and then I backflip until they come out. D bizarre venue. Just go with the good. And I say all this to say that this whole internet life bag of shit, people always just looking for bad, bad, what's wrong, bad. Start with that it was good. Start with the fact that this is the last time the man will ever address this country. He was voted in twice. Start with the good. What a bizarre venue. And did you see his shoes? Wingtips, really, to address the nation for the last time. I mean, how could he? Oh, also, it was a good speech, and some of the things he said were pretty uplifting and nice, but... Oh, God! 
Did you see that pocket square? Unbelievable. Just what an unbelievable. And how long? I know. I know. I could have watched a third of Wolf of Wall Street while the president talked for the last time. Shorten it, baby. Unreal. Unreal. Anyways, I thought the speech was great. I thought he handled it well. It's it just, it just great. I mean, again, he could have came out sunken, wearing a t-shirt that just says I'm local, and is like, I'm out, going on vacation, seeing hell everybody. Didn't do that, you know? And obviously, he can't really do that because on the whole, whatever. But he didn't do that. He could have came on and been a lot more. It could have been four minutes. Could have been a four-minute speech. And I guess a lot of people would have, well, it's nice he made it snappy. Now I can go pick my kids up. Whatever. Um. So anyways, I didn't get to watch that real time, and I watched it, and I liked it. Moving on to another, and I might come back to that, because uh, when I'm by myself here, I, I jump around, you know? Moving on. So before I, before I... This, this, I didn't watch the Golden Globes. As I've told you guys a million times, I never watch award shows. Bunch of millionaires just continue to win. I'm very surprised there's not a show called Watch This Celebrity, Cash This Check. And every week it's somebody like Jay-Z, God, this check is heavy. And then we're at home being like, oh, he's going to have to call a manager. I, 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 uh... And good for everybody that's able to make a billion dollars and get in front of us all like the kings and queens of the universe, right? The, the, the I don't know how it is. Developed countries, man, I don't know how it is every single where, right? But North America, England, my God, we love celebrities. Holy, there are about 4,000 presidents in the developed play and it's everybody that's on tv anybody that's on tv in movies i mean they could pass laws we we'd give them the keys to everything it, it it's amazing but anyways whatever so golden globes happen people are you know meryl streep says what she says uh goes on her goes uh on her uh, i liked her speech you know just because I, I i like the idea that you're still able to uh talk about things now is it a little bit of a cheese bag sort of deal because it's everybody in that room not everybody in that room actually i don't know if they uh you could see a couple of people they cut to that were like i don't know if i like this i think i voted for t diddy but by and large you're, you're talking to people that agree with you right except then again it's millions and millions of people and people are waiting for this type of thing so uh i like speech you know she's allowed she's allowed to say what she wants to say the thing about this whole deal is so then obviously you know t diddy tweeted at her overrated actress blah 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 it is uh pretty amazing you know that this is going to i would assume uh that most presidents, right? Like, say, uh, uh, Obama or or even Bush, for God's sake. Uh, I mean, when Bush, when when Kanye West said on on live TV about the uh, about Katrina, Hurricane Katrina, that George Bush does not care about black people. I don't, and maybe I'm wrong. Um, I don't know. I don't remember George Bush coming on TV and being like, he's an overrated rapper. First album, okay. I, I don't remember that. I know this pre that predates Twitter, but I don't remember him holding a press conference and being like, you know, the workout plan, eh, okay song. I mean, everybody liked it, but eh, eh. Gold Digger? You kidding me? No, more like, no, Digger. All right, I'm out of here. You know what I mean? Like, 
you think there'd be some things that somebody who, okay, at the end of the day, okay, you and me, right? I don't know whoever, everybody that listens to this podcast, but I'm going to assume most of us don't have any real power, okay? We, 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 you know, and that's just, that's, that's everybody, that's fucking 99% of the whole country, world, whatever. Um, so what we're allowed to do is look up technically, and I say up in quotes at people who do hold some sort of power and have all the money, all of the money. And you're able to look at them and be like, Hey, uh, uh, what you do is stupid, you know? And that, that, that is just a full on privilege of living down here in the mud. Right. Uh, so then when somebody up there on a cloud looks at the person above them, because in the grand scheme of things, uh, uh, Meryl Streep has power, right? In terms of she, she's a woman that everybody knows, very famous, got clout, all that sort of thing. But who's above her? Presidents. That just that's just the, the the way the power structure works. So she's allowed to look up to him. But then when the person at the top starts coming back down and being like, "Don't you say this? You're this." You kind of go, "Really? This is what you have time for? Just to just start talking about people that maybe mention you." And say that, and oh, that oh, I just remembered why, because she said she was she was it hurt her heart when he made fun of that disabled journalist, and he said for the hundredth time, I did not mock a disabled man. I pointed out that he came groveling back and was apologetic about his story. Watch that video of him flailing his arms, and then look at a picture of that journalist. I don't know much. I don't know much, but I know he was mocking him. That may be all I need to know. I mean, he was clearly mocking this journalist. Now, as time goes on, you have to just go, I didn't do that. Hey, we got video of you doing it. I didn't do it. But you said you did it. But now I'm saying I didn't. All right, well, I guess this stands up now. That's just the way that it happens. They're talking to this Jeff Sessions guy, and they're like, hey, man, are you racist? Like, no. They're like, yeah, but you said the NAACP was un-American. I didn't say that. We have proof of you saying it, but I didn't say it. Well, I guess you didn't say it. All right, later. He clearly mocked the journalist, but whatever. So that's what she was mad about, and she talked about it, and then he's like, you're right, overrated. You, nobody is more overrated. Unbelievable, though, that you... you uh, these are things that you just shouldn't address. And I know people are going to have their own opinions, and that's fine. But as a president, there's certain things you just go, yeah, people are going to talk shit about you. That's that's just fact. Even if it wasn't you mockling a disabled journalist, which I don't know much, but I know he mocked him. Like, you mocked him, but whatever. No matter what you did, even if you were the greatest president ever and 85% of the country, you got an 85% approval rate, there's still going to be 15% that are like, that guy's a bag of shit. Why? I don't know. I just don't like him. That's fact. That's just fact. You know what I mean? There's a lot of people on this earth. They're going to look at you, not like you, for no, for no reason and then reasons. That's just a fact. So you think at the top of the top, you wouldn't jump on these these things that shouldn't matter to you whatsoever like they shouldn't matter to you whatsoever nine days whatever you're running the whole place you're walking into the building anyways it's just insane but i didn't watch the golden globes and that's not even what i wanted to talk about with the golden globes what i wanted to talk about with the golden globes which uh, reminds me of the theme song to the golden girls which i will not sing okay you can't make me what I want to talk about with the Golden Globes, and I don't know much, 
But I know he mocked him. That may be. I mean, he clearly mocked that man. But what I wanted to talk about with the Golden Globes is people being upset that Ryan Goss Gosling, the Goss, Rye Ryan Goss Gosling, people are upset that he thanked his wife, Eva Mendez, for being a good wife mother and for supporting their family people are mad about that because they say it shows he's a misogynist a sexist someone who is holding up the patriarchy and not only holding up the patriarchy holding down his wife eva mendez holding her down as if she's a, 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 a you know, backshift worker at a Walmart. Holding her down. Okay, whatever. Unreal that we've... Re oh, I also did like that part of uh, Meryl Streep's speech as well, where she said uh, Ryan Gosling's Canadian. Because everybody needs to know that. You know what I mean? Everybody needs to know where that beautiful piece of machinery comes from. It's the, it's the, the land of the cold, home of the hockey. That's where that man is from. Ryan Reynolds, too, uh, if anybody likes Deadpool. Which you did because it made $42 trillion. Anyways, both Canadian pieces of machinery. But the idea that a man cannot thank his wife when the man's shooting all the time. Because here's the thing. Both of their schedules could be insane. They could be both shooting at the same time, but they probably chose, hey, when you're filming, I will be here. When I'm filming, you're here. You know what I mean? Instead of, we'll ship our kids off to a nanny who, are, who, who our kids won't respect, and then they're going to grow up to hate everybody. Instead of doing that, Ava Mendez taking care of their kids while this man's shooting. He thanks her for it and gets shit for it? So you can't thank your wife for being a good mother? Is that not allowed? You can't do that? What do you got to say? What's what? Thank uh, Eva Mendez for giving up her career to what? Like what? The, what's a what would be the appropriate thing for the man to say about his own wife and his kids? For God's sake, it's Eva Mendez. You, you you know the woman. Again, he didn't ship a woman over in a box and 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 pumped a bunch of kids in another and chained her to a fucking radiator. You know the woman. You've seen her. She's been in things. She's gonna continue to be in things. Thank you for taking care of our kids. Boo. Boo. I've never heard something so sexist. Holding up the patriarchy and you're holding down your what? Okay, good. Uh, hey, Ava, come with me while we shoot. Leave the kids to fend for themselves in the woods. Oh, now you're just going to leave your kids in the woods? All right, fine. Everybody come with me while we shoot. And between takes throw a baby at me, I'll change it, and then get right back on the set. Is that fine with you, monsters? Is that okay with you criminally insane people with internet? Are you nuts? My wife, our kids, Christ, can't thank your own wife. See, this is that type of fucking... This is this type of internet thing, dude, where at the end of the day, this is, okay, here's what I, I've said this before, and I'm gonna get, you know, this would be talked about a bunch over the, but the idea that, like, 
super and i don't even know where i would fall i guess i'm i'm i try to just look at things and have my opinion based on that not like another you know i'm a i'm well, i can't be a republican or a democrat but just you know i'm a conservative person or i'm a very liberal person you just hear a thing and you go yeah no yes whatever but uh the idea that people on the quote-unquote left who are like, we're all equal, everybody's the same, we're all the best, everybody deserves equal rights, but if you don't agree with us, you will be burned. We want your job, we want your future, we want you completely torn apart in society publicly, but... We're all the same, and we hope everybody gets along, and we want everybody to succeed. But I swear to God, if you question us whatsoever, we will murder you. We will send so many tweets, so much mail. There will be so many articles written so many times. But hey, we're for everybody, and we should all get along, and everybody should just hug, and we love everybody equally, and everybody's the same, man, woman, whatever. But if you kind of step out of line with that i swear to you i will rain fire and furious anger it is unbelievable to me that the most liberal people on the planet if you go against them in in whatever per perceived fashion your hell cannot be hot enough crank it up devil what is hell at right now 800 degrees well this person thanked his wife for raising their children while he's working so jack it up devil jack it up to 850 there is no reason that this man who thanked his wife for raising their children while he was filming a movie shouldn't be burned harder and faster than other actual criminal people real criminals with real criminal histories should have less fire, cooler jets, if you will, Satan, than a man who thanked his wife for raising their children while he was away. My God! Unbelievable. And this is that type of thing that makes people that don't agree with, like, quote-unquote liberal people so angry, so mad, that they will go out and they will vote for a person like T. Diddy. Now, is that right? Not necessarily, but these are the things that happen. For God's sake, when a person can't thank their own wife. So, uh, hey, I'm gonna go to the store. I'll buy some stuff. Okay, cool. You come back, you go, hey, thanks for taking, uh, you know, thanks for looking after our kid while I left. Oh, really? Really? You're just gonna hold me down like that? I mean, no, I guess you could have let the fucking kid drown in the tub or whatever. I just try to be, I, I, I would just like to know what people, what, so what's he supposed to say? What's he supposed, you know what I mean? Thank you, Ava Mendez, for standing beside me and raising our children with me together. Well, I guess you could say that if you wanted to, but still, for God's sake, for God's sake, or maybe you'd, maybe you'd be happier again if they both threw them at a nanny. They just tossed their children at a nanny and then a nanny raised their kids. And then the uh, television's raising their kids. Nobody's talking to their kids, but at least he's not holding his wife down. 
chaining her to a crib. God's sake. The, 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 the things that people worry about. Both of these people are rich. Their lives are great. Ryan the Goss Gosling is a sexual machine. He's already with his wife, but if he wasn't, for God's sake. And Ava Mendes is gorgeous. Both of these people are rich and fine. There's no way that people commenting about this don't have other problems in their life to deal with. There is no way they don't have a stack of bills on a counter that need to be paid. But first, Ryan the Goss Gosling, how dare you thank your wife? Crank up the heat, devil, because for God's sake. The woman, Ava Mendez, has a small child, is pregnant. I mean, whatever, man. Again, it's just one of those things that people get mad about that you're like, I can't, you're just like, you're really just enraging human beings when a person can't even thank their own wife. As if you know Ava Mendez more than he does. Oh, my God. You know, I was once married to Ava Mendez, and I swear to God she wouldn't appreciate that. Were ya? Do you have any? And again, the, the, the we, we put these people at such a high pedestal that everything they say is going to affect children for lives to come. So that's why people are like, he can't say it because then people are going to grow up to think it's totally okay for a woman to raise her own kids whatever i i uh, like there has to be some 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 day where we just look at people as entertainers and such and not the not the 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 the, the, the doers of all does anybody have parents does anybody have people that talk to them or does everybody just look at an ipad and everything that comes through it that's law I, 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 does anybody say anything to their kids anymore or do they just go look at the tv and you learn from that can't thank his own wife again that's one of the type of thing that makes people so angry man so angry that they go you got to be kidding me again quote unquote liberal people who won't even let a person thank their own wife how does that have anything to do with you holding up the patriarchy holding her down what are you doing are you floating on some kind of cloud or do you, you do you work a the, the front at, at an applebee's I always say Applebee's. I really like the term Applebee's. But I, it just, it just, you know, whatever. Anyways, so the, I didn't watch the Golden Globes, but those two things uh, happened. And I don't even really care about the whole, um, like, people were making a really big deal about the, the only thing I think is that, like, him taking the time to tweet it. Here's the other thought I have, though, on him taking the, on T. Diddy taking the time to tweet at Meryl Streep. One side is the man is a very insecure man who doesn't want people talking about him, and that talking about is uh, is loud. It gets articles. It gets it gets a lot of press. Other side of it, and this is just another thought. I don't know which of these is whatever. Is that he does it because he knows that everybody down in the mud, which is us, loves this type of shit and will talk, 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 talk about it forever while. He is able to do some real things, i.e. get rid of people's health care, take regulations away from businesses, and lower uh, taxes on the rich. Do you know what I mean? Because those things won't get talked about as much as, how dare he say that Meryl Streep is overrated? They won't get nearly, they won't get talked about nearly as much.
because that's just the way people like to do it. You know, when you're at the bottom, it's it's just uh, gossip's fun. People, listening to people be bitched at is fun, or or getting some kind of fight. Like I mean, fucking Soldier Boy and goddamn Chris Brown are gonna box. It's just disgusting. But anyways, the um, we love that type of shit. But the the you know, man's gonna take away people's health care. People are excited about it. Rich people are freaking the fuck out, loving it, loving it, loving every minute of it. Like just very excited. Cutting regulations on business and stuff so they can just dump sludge right in your children's faces. It's uh, you know that's not gonna be good. Hey man, I'd really be able to make a lot more money if I could just dump this poison directly into these schools. You're like well. Now you can. Now you're going to have four-armed kids that are like, he can't talk about his wife like that. How could he possibly thank his own wife? Hey, buddy, uh, you want to tuck your fifth arm into your pants? Just, um, so I don't know which one of those is the actual one, but so those are the two. Well, I mean, there's probably way more sides of only, you know, but uh, one is that he's a very insecure man who doesn't want people talking about him. Second one is that he knows how to play everything it, 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 the idea that he knows for a thousand percent that if he he tweets something like that for three four days they got every celebrity in the universe questioning it they got every analyst being like well first of all i thought his tweet was long and what a bizarre location to tweet it in but um but then the other stuff doesn't get talked about as much because how dare you insult a woman i don't know just uh you know craziness craziness and last but not least here last but not least on the docket of things to yell about is the old story here of trump maybe being pissed on uh you know first of all i don't think this is a real story it just it, i just don't but besides that does everybody think that being pissed on is some sort of crime does everybody think that it's like you can get jail time for that for for paying or just having a woman piss on you does everybody think that's like four or five years in prison if you because here's the thing that i kept seeing people uh and again again if the man had been pissed on is that the, that's the worst thing he's done that's the worst or will be the worst for the next four years Man, I can't believe like I started a, a war with a foreign country. Yeah, but remember when he got pissed on? Oh yeah, way worse. Unbelievable. It's not a crime. Adults can be pissed on. Does everybody know that? People know that, right? You can go to the internet right now and watch people be pissed on. Just fact. Type it in. Do it. People being pissed on. You can watch it all day. You can also just meet a person at a bar, develop a relationship with them, have sex. Further on down the road, you go, hey, you know what I think I'd be into? You pissing on me. They do it. Nobody goes to jail. I don't think it's a, a a real story either way. And even if it was, I mean, okay, whatever. A rich person paid hookers to piss on them? I mean, my God. Yeah. Do you know there's probably an island for, like, the uber rich where you can just go and you can have any kind of sex you want. You can murder people. Do you know what I mean? There's probably, like, an island that nobody knows about except the super rich. And you can go down there. You can have sex with children. You could you could rip a tiger in half if you wanted to. You could take a rocket launcher and just, just blow up a, a mother, too. There, there, there's, there's things on this earth that, again, people in the mud do not get to see. And the, the people at the top, like, we're talking top, top. We're talking money. We're talking, we're talking, like, we're talking, we're not talking even TV. We're talking 
the person that owns the network type of rich that that would be able to be like you know somebody sends somebody sends him a text and is like uh hey man you're tired of having regular sex right and he's like yeah i'm so rich i, I just keep doing it and doing it and it sucks and they're like uh well, what about the, you want to come down to like uh the pervert island where uh you can just have sex with a panther if you want you're like you're goddamn right I do. And then you go down there and people piss on you. And you just drink piss because you're so rich. You, you've, you've drank everything. Who cares anymore? You're drinking piss. You're having sex with panthers. All I'm saying is rich people uh, getting pissed on does not shock, shouldn't shock anybody by any stretch. Even though I do not believe this story uh, at all anyway. But the idea that that's like, oh, crazy. How could they? You know that like uh, there was many stories about... Uh, uh, like Prince maybe sleeping with men and and tons of women and why is that? Why? Because he's a well. First of all, maybe he's just a bisexual man. Also, maybe though, maybe you have so much sex that eventually you go. I know I can have sex with women. Every woman on the planet's gonna have sex with me. What about men? I'm gonna have sex with men. Now I'm doing this. Now people are pissing on me. Now I'm having sex with panthers. Yeah, I, I would assume that like everything that is that is easily obtainable gets pretty boring after a while. And if you have the means to to try other stupid insane things people are gonna do it i.e the uber rich who go to pervert island and have sex with panthers while shooting tanks at mothers of two who were told that they want a trip if you ever get one of those calls it's like you want a trip to blah 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 do not answer that do not take that do not call them back and say, oh, man, I'm accepting this trip because what that is is somebody's going to toss you onto a plane, blindfold you, fly you to Pervert Island, and somebody that owns a television network is going to come down, have sex with you and on you, and then blow you up in front of your children for their entertainment. So never answer those calls. Saw a lot of people posting... Uh, just a lot of people making R. Kelly jokes. You know one thing that does like... Internet's pretty sick in terms of, hey, man, you get to hear what everybody says, right? And then the other part of it is like, oh, this sucks because you get to hear what everybody says. The, you know, here, here's the thing Twitter might be able to do. If 50 people have already tweeted the exact same thing you're about to say, it should block it. You know, you know that you can't tweet the exact same tweet you've already tweeted. That's what should happen. You tweet, oh, uh, Trump likes to get peed on, so R. Kelly's gonna perform at the inauguration, and Twitter just goes, nah, dude, we did this one. This one's done. This one's been retweeted. We've already had it. She's, she's gone. She's gone, bruh. Toast. Toast. Because also, that's just like a cheese, cheese bag weird thing to say. R. Kelly's gonna perform at the inauguration. Do you know how many other people have been peed on? Do you know how many, how, how much that happens? Also, why is it like some sort of joke? Does everybody does everybody think that the worst thing R. Kelly did was get pissed on? Does anybody know anything about these stories? That they're they're they're, 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 they're document after document about underage people, underage women. That's a crime. That is a crime. Not, not that he was maybe pissed on by one of them. The fact that one of them was there at all and that he was having sex with them. Multiple thems. But people are like, oh, he got pissed on. Yeah, might have sex with kids. That's a worse crime than being peed on. Does it, you know what I mean? Good Christ. Oh, man, uh, 
uh, you know, Trump got blown by a dude. Maybe Jeffrey Dahmer's going to perform at the inauguration. Yeah, Jeffrey Dahmer had been blown by men, but he also murdered and ate people. They're bigger crimes, for Christ's sake. The idea that, like, well, the sexual thing that he did is worse than maybe sleeping with kids. Unbelievable that this joke still floats around the earth. Isn't it hilarious that R. Kelly was pissed on? Isn't it also kind of crazy? The man put out five albums after maybe being accused of sleeping with children. Multiple. Anyways, Twitter could easily have a thing where they go, yeah, we did that one. That one is Toast Daddy. You've already, we've already said that 1,000 times. And again, I don't really think that story is uh, true. It's it sounds like crazy enough that like, may, but also then it's just like, no, I just don't believe it. I just don't. Uh, I don't believe it. I I I do. I think though that just about every person who's uber rich has some crazy sexual thing they don't want you to know about. Oh yeah, I do. Oh yeah, I do. Hey, what do you like to do? Oh well, you know what I like. To, I like to fly down to the. Amazon rainforest and have sex with the trees right before they die. Like, th th there's there's definitely some... Again, once you have a time... Okay, I, I, related to this, right? And I believe I've done this before. You know, everybody at one point in time was coming down on uh, Justin Bieber for, like, crashing cars into pools and, and uh, you know, telling off people at the shows and walking away. For anybody, again, that's played video games, you play Grand Theft Auto, right? You do all the missions, you get all the money. Once you get all the money and you've beat the game, it's boring. So what do you do? You drive around, you run hookers over, you throw cars into fucking stores, you, you, you put a hooker in the car and you throw her off a cliff, and that is what happens with rich people. Once they beat the game of trying to pay bills and get everything figured out. Once they have so much money that not there's are no worries and they can do whatever they want. They've been on the Concord. They've 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 drank out of the skull of a child. Whatever it may be, they're they're done. They're done. And now we got to up it. We got to keep going. You know what I mean? We got to go to places that nobody's been. We got to have just odd, weird, crazy sex happening believe it i believe so anyway the, the uber rich the ubers the people way 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 at the top come on to just to just to, again think about it from that side you ever play grand theft auto you beat the game you see all the the things you do when you play it when you just drive around bored just you know what i mean not you're doing nothing you're doing nothing because it's all the game is done you've mastered it you have all the money you have all the places you bought all the all the airports you bought every liquor store you're just raking in money raking in money you upped all the cars you put spinners on everything you bought all the guns now what i tell you what you put a hooker in the trunk you throw her off a cliff that's exactly what anyways um, don't necessarily believe the story myself, but if, uh, do I not believe that, uh, again, rich people are doing some creepy things that, uh, they don't want us to know about? Oh, hell yeah, because they're uber rich and they can do what they please. Now, I guess, you know, at the end of the day, that is this week's episode. I don't know. I thought there was something else I wanted to talk about. Um, but I guess maybe there isn't. So next week I'm going to be back with a guest. Um, 
Also, you know, obviously, as always, if anybody has any uh, thoughts about what I said or, or counter points or arguments or whatever, message me. I love talking to everybody. That's it's all I do. I, I do it for money. I do it for fun. I just, that's just what I do. So if anybody was like, oh, I didn't agree with this or I, uh, whatever, message me. Uh, Twitter and Instagram, you can get a hold of me, at Nathan McIntosh. NathanMcIntosh.com. You can also go on my Facebook, Nathan McIntosh Comedy. Um, oh, wait. I gotta do the shout-outs for this week. Uh, also, anybody wants a shout-out, please message me on any of these forms. Even this, uh, uh, you know, on SoundCloud. Or if you want to go, um, you know, email me from my website, NathanMcIntosh.com. Or, and also, please, and people have sent more reviews and people showed me ones that they tried to post and didn't end up posting. Uh, please go to iTunes, Positive Anger, rate, subscribe, and comment on the podcast. I would greatly, greatly appreciate it. And before I get out of here, going to do the shout-outs for this week. And again, anybody wants a shout-out, message me however you would like. And I will make it happen, everybody. Shout-outs for this week. We got Brian Garcia. Brian Garcia, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I really appreciate it. We got Aaron Cavin or Caven? Aaron, Ka I'm going to go Caven. Aaron Caven, uh, thank you very much for listening to the podcast. I believe uh, you said you, you first heard me on Invasion of Privacy with Kate Wolf and then started listening to mine. So thank you so much. There's, uh, there's a bunch of people that have done that, and I appreciate it, you know, because I sometimes go on Invasion of Privacy and so many people <coughs> message me and are like, I hate you. Why do you yell? You have stupid opinions. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Kate's like, look, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, Kate, you know, whatever. Anyways, um, me and Kate are very close. So Aaron Caven, thank you very much for this podcast. And last but not least for this week, I have Corey Woolard. Corey Woolard, thank you so much for this podcast. Corey was turned on to the podcast by his friend, Keaton Swab on Twitter. So Keaton Swab, thank you so much for this podcast and telling people about it. Greatly appreciated. Corey and Keaton Thank you guys both so much for listening to the podcast. I really appreciate it. And again, anybody wants a shout out, please message me. Twitter and Instagram, at Nathan McIntosh. Facebook, Nathan McIntosh Comedy. Uh, website, NathanMcIntosh.com. Rate and subscribe to this podcast. Comment on it. And that's all. I'll be back next week with a guest. And uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much. Have a good day.